Here's another thing. I said you can have whatever you like. I feel like you kind of copy me. said you can have whatever you like. Patron on ice. We can pop Are you dancing with that neck? Dancing? You do a little neck? I said you can have whatever you like. All right. Guys. Late night sex so wet so tight. Oh, don't say that when you're looking at me. Don't say sex so wet so tight. I didn't copy you, but I chose the T.I. Let's, song let's, that I uh, love. Let's just say, what's the first song I picked? We, we're trying to uh, be Mark Seabrooks is our Hello. guest tonight. And for uh, I've known you, known you for nine, nine years. years. Nine years. And, yeah. I mean, your resume all the way back from In Living Color, Steve Harvey, a, a myriad of stuff, dude. And a very, myriad of black shows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I was going to tell you. The way I got hired, on, I, I wrote on Cuts, which was a show on the... Was the UPN at the time? It was uh, the... Yeah, UPN. Was UPN? Oh, UPN, yeah. yeah, that's it. And Cuts was a, a show about... He was in a barbershop, and Shannon Elizabeth, who's... And I've said this before, maybe the worst human being I've ever met in my life, was on the was the lead of that show. She was on that show, Shannon yeah. Elizabeth? Shannon Elizabeth. Yeah. Possibly the worst human being I've ever met. I re- when, what was that she was popular from for a minute? American, American Pie. American Pie, yeah. yeah and then she became a real twatty twat. She was twat. popular from her titties. Right. Okay, so let's not say that yeah, she was popular. Um, she was maybe the worst human being I ever met. Do you remember that that blonde she actress? To this podcast. Yeah, that, we that hi- was really cool. That and we, she was in uh, Batman. Yes, and we hired her. Yeah. Kirsten Dunst. Yes. No, no, she was. Um, she was in w- w- the second Batman. Yeah. Yeah, the one with the Joker. She was like the French, uh, yes. the Russian ballerina. Yes. Yeah. But we hired this girl, right, mm. to come on, and she was funny and cuter. Funnier yeah. and cuter and a better actress. And Shannon Elizabeth wouldn't talk to her at the table read and then basically challenged everybody on stage and said, you're either with me or yeah. you're with her. Yeah. And just ostracized this poor young girl who's just coming on and to do some Shannon work. And what's Shannon Elizabeth up to now? Um, I, Porn? I think she's maybe- Beatrice Rosen. That was her name. Beatrice. Good call. Yeah, Beatrice Rosen. Where'd she, you pull yeah. that from? It, it took a second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It didn't take that long. No, that, that was, was pretty, pretty good. Should um, I address that I'm wearing a neck brace for I think the everybody audience? can see that oh, you're okay. wearing a neck brace. Um, I just want everyone to know uh, that I have a reason for it. In yeah. In case they didn't know I had neck Suck surgery. Sucking dick. Yeah. <laughs> You've been holding on yeah. to that. <laughs> you were holding on to that. I mean, if I if I sucked dick so good that I threw my neck out, holy shit! I would actually yeah. be proud that of you myself. blew a hole in <laughs> through your neck. <laughs> you put like superhead to shame. That's true. Because <laughs> you have a big scar here. What's yeah. that from? Sucking dick. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Superhead just relinquished the fucking crown. Superhead. Yeah. Uh, this superhead is. Didn't she write a book? I didn't she wrote even a know that's books. a real person. Yeah. You don't know who Superhead is? No, I'm sorry, I don't know who Superhead is. Superhead is a woman who basically a has, lady. Lady had claimed to blown basically her body. Karen Stephan. Karen Stephan. I think Steph- Stephan Karen Steph- or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. But she is basically. Her claim to fame is that she's sucked a lot of dick. Is that basically? Yeah. That's a good way. I mean, that's basically what she says her claim to fame is. Who's that famous Can you introduce someone from, on The Tonight uh, Show that way? Like, here she comes. Here she, she comes. a lot of dick. <laughs> well, she, she went on Oprah pretty much that way. Yep. Oh, true. really? Yeah. Yep. yeah. Who, who's that, um, uh, the famous groupie from 
from like uh, Cream and Led Zeppelin. Oh yeah, Which she's sort of like name? the hip hop yes. version of that group. She's exactly what is that, that woman's name. I yeah. can't remember. Um, I was going to give you a name from Almost Famous, but I know that's not it. Beatrice yeah. Rose. I think it's Beatrice Rosen. <laughs> no, sweetheart. <laughs> here's how I got. I wanted to tell you. Here's how I got hired on Cuts, and for a while I went from All of Us, which was a per- Cuts. I actually remember that show. So that was the one that was on UPN. Yeah, yeah. and I went from All of Us, which was a predominantly black show, to uh, Cuts, also a predominantly black show. So I, I was How interviewing. I've never been on a black show. I was interviewing with uh, Benny. Benny was the, one of the executive producer for the Benny show. Benny Richburg. Yep. So this was my interview. We sit down and talk for a little bit, and he was like, "I read your script," and I go, "Did you?" He's like, "No, not really." <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> and he, I go, oh. and I go. He was like, "But you came highly recommended." And I go, "Oh, that's cool." And he goes, "Like, I gotta ask you one question, and this is basically gonna decide if you, we get hired." And I go, "Yeah." And he goes, "You scared of black people?" And I go, what? <laughs> what? And he goes, that's all the answer I needed. And I go, what, what kind of, he goes, because I can't have any white people around here who are scared of black people. <laughs> Who's scared of black people? Like, what kind of question is that even? And there's a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like in, a, in within a building. Uh, you know, outside of buildings, I get it. Well, he basically was no. asking me, that was his way of saying, do you mind st- st- sticking up for yourself if you have... A joke or whatever. A perspective. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but that writer's room was pretty. That was, by the way, do you remember, Sarah Colonna, this is the worst network note I've ever heard in my life. Okay. Cuts, obviously, predominantly black show, set in a barbershop. And so something good happened to the people at the barbershop. And the, remember, the uh, whoever was running UPN at the time was like. Oh, you know, I get they, it. Cuts. They, they barbershop. Yes, they it. all, you know, they they were excited by, cla- yeah. by what, clapping. What was this? I'll tell you. They were excited by clapping. Second two dicks. And the, the network <laughs> note was, can't they just dance? And we were all like, what? <laughs> what did you, did you, so you said, can't they just dance? She was like, yeah, like a festive group dance. Uh, what was yeah. her name? Lori. I mean, that might be... Lori. That was sounds Lori? like it wasn't it a was very the worst, intelligent No, thing. Lori. It wasn't Lori Zacks. But, but it was the worst note because I, and Kenny, who was running the room at the time, yeah. was like, do you know how racist that sounds? <laughs> it was the worst note. And there have been a lot of bad notes. It might have been Gail. It, who, knows? who knows? You know, all the bad notes just sort of like rushed together for me over the years. That like, was the worst yeah. one I've ever heard. Like, I remember one time I had a meeting at uh, a production company. Uh, it, was, it was Island Pictures, I think, at the time. Uh-huh. And I'm sitting there and I'm talking with the executive. And we're talking about all of our influences and who we like. And, you know, I'm talking about the, the Painted Bird, this book called The Painted Bird. And, you know, and, he, and just like a wide variety of, of things that I like. And he says, I got this book. I got this book that we want to adapt. And he says, oh, wait right here. You're perfect for it. And he goes into his office and he comes out and he, he's holding up Pimp by Iceberg. No. <laughs> At least it wasn't. Oh, there's going to be Roots. <laughs> that would have been like. Yeah. Pimp was what he. Yeah. And then he started quizzing me. On the terms in the back of the book. No. Oh, my God. Right. That can't be true. I swear to God. White guy? I swear. Yeah, of course. Oh. Well, and there goes my game that I was going to play so today. So embarrassing. <laughs> How embarrassing. <laughs> and then I'm, I'm, but I'm st- trying to be super polite. And I go like, well, you know, like slang is, is shifts during the decades. And it's, you know. And he goes, oh, come on. You can be blacker than that. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I did hear a note once. I was on a commercial, right? Mm-hmm. And so it was a commercial for a phone company. And this was when I was doing extra work. 
And so <laughs> they were talking to the family, and the director's like, cut, uh, can you do it again? And they did it again. They go, cut, it was a mom and a dad. Can you do it again? And they do it again, cut, can you do it again? And the director finally comes on, he goes, can you, um, can you black it up? Stop that. Stop that. <laughs> Black it up. And and the lady was like, excuse me? And he was like, it's just, it's too it's too white right now. Can you black it up? And she was like, this is how I talk. That like, happens all the time. That, really? Yeah. I mean, that's that why. That is the worst thing I've ever heard. No, that, that's why it, it made so much sense in, in uh, what was that movie? Uh, Hollywood Shuffle. Yeah. Like, all of that stuff happens all the time. It, 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 it does. I mean, people don't get that that shit happens all the time, but it does. Black it up? I I was in Louisville, Kentucky. I was at Actors Theater of Louisville. Yeah. I'm like 21 years old, right? And I'm I'm as you know, you know, Theo Huxtable as you can fucking be, right? <laughs> Too soon, by the way. I know, right? <laughs> but, but, Too soon. But uh, I'm doing a monologue from The Graduate, Benjamin Braddock. Yeah. Right. The lead character in The Graduate. Yeah. And I do the monologue like. A graduate, like, yeah. like, and they asked me to do the monologue ghetto. No, Mrs. Robinson, I swear to God, no. They asked me to ghetto up the ghetto up the that's monologue. That's not a ghetto mountain. That's not a. I know, right? <laughs> I know. It's so what embarrassing. The fuck is wrong with I know. It's embarrassing. And I mean, because I always think like uh, network. I mean, I've had network notes, obviously, but they're and they're usually just sort of. Just don't, you know what I mean? But I forget about that aspect yeah. of it. Of like, oh, just can you be a little blacker? The, oh, the, no. the, 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 what they're filtering it through is, is the filter of middle America. Right. Generally, right? So you're well, filtering I, it through those eyes and how they're thinking how those people are going to see. Like a, gay, like a gay character. They would be like, oh, obviously yeah, you need to. Yeah, you've got to be a little really, gayer. Yeah. Where's your lisp? Uh, do you watch the show Episodes? Yeah. 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 I, I when we speak of networks and like network notes, the woman, you know, uh, nah, the, <laughs> it makes me laugh so hard. It's like I don't know where I don't know how she just makes that face the entire but it's the best. Like or she'll they'll just she'll just walk by and she'll go, mm. <laughs> 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 they're like yeah. she's. They're like, well, that's because it's funny, is it? And, <laughs> do we have to have this int yeah. <laughs> interior? Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. actually, we do. That's part of the script. Sometimes I watch that show, and my hands just like go to an invisible net. You know, you just, know there's yeah. someone like that. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. I forget there was something where she was like, "Do you have? Why do you have the?" Oh God, she had like the wrong word, and she was like, "Well, I wrote down radar," and they were like, "Well, that's not, not in the it. script." Yeah. And she's like, well, "I wrote it down." A <laughs> <laughs> like, woman's a genius, though. Look, if I ever saw her, I want to hug her. I want to ask you two questions about your neck, real quick. Mm-hmm. One, what kind of this? Oh, my brother John the Wolf is here. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. How are you? How are you doing, nice man? Be Mark, Mark Seabrooks. Nice to meet you. You know, Sarah. There's another wolf. Hi, Sarah. Good to see you. Yes, how are you? I have a neck brace on this time. Um, Sarah. That's Lee. Yeah. Hello. Um, tell me something. It's a very active podcast today. People we, coming in and out. We, we're gonna, we have a lot I've of things. I've had the first uh, fizzy thing I've had all week, a soda. You know what? I got high the other night and drank some club soda, and, the first, and I was like, ah, club soda's kind of chewy. And then I thought to myself, <laughs> I'm super hot. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's chewy. I'm like, no, it's not. Yeah, you're not. Because you're not supposed to chew it. It's liquid. If you're chewing your liquid, that's not good. If it's chewy, it might have been expired. 
Do you know, by the way, I, okay, I bought some watermelon because I'm a huge fan, and I guess it's Josh. past the it's past the season. Fan of watermelon? Past the season, oh. right? Yeah. So I take it back to Trader Joe's because the top layer was good, the bottom was bad. And the guy goes, oh, yeah, all the bottom layers are bad. And I go, why, why are you selling it? And he goes, well, you have to fill it up. And I go, uh, couldn't you just <laughs> charge less and you just sell fill- a dollar? <laughs> you mean you have to fill it up? Well, it's a container this big, and that's how they, how big they are all through oh, the season. Oh, I thought you bought a whole so- watermelon. He, no, they slice it up. He was like, no, the bottom slices are always bad. Don't eat those. I was like, uh... <laughs> Uh, that's not you're like you can't just take the good parts of a watermelon couldn't you take the two good parts and put them in the same container that's the network notes to people who work in commercial like like retail like all these people have to work at 6pm on Thanksgiving now yeah like the people who are managers at those places who's working at 6pm on Thanksgiving all the stores are opening oh they are now yeah all the stores on Thanksgiving it's getting worse like now you know they used to just be closed and then they would or they would open it like in midnight and for Black Ooh, they're Friday. making people work yeah, on Thanksgiving. Now, 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 closed stores are like, we'll open at six, and then we'll get a huge. America start on just Black like, America just needs to go. Fuck it, we're whoring. Yeah, right. We're, it's all. It's not about independence. It's not about Jesus. Like, it's not about. It's until, all about the money. Yeah. Why don't you just wait until you can go? You can go online and buy it. Well, you know who's going to be. Who goes to stores? You know who's going to be shopping. So many people. people yeah, with I know the I Armenians. See it. Yeah, <laughs> the Armenians will be out in force. <laughs> no, I see. I mean, we see the videos of people getting like trampled to death oh, on Black Friday. That's well, my countdown. My countdown is not to Christmas. My countdown is. Three days until we see people beat the shit, shit out, out of each, each other, other for a toaster at Walmart. <laughs> Pregnant people pepper spray <laughs> each other for like a fucking waffle iron and shit. Do you know... Well, you had questions for me about my neck brace. So I would like to know what they were. Yeah, I'm going to ask you in one second. I want to tell you how ignorant people are. Some people are about Thanksgiving. When I was in college, I my roommate was grew up in West Texas. And so we went and I went to visit... You know, they had never met a Jew before. So the first thing his mom said to me was, it is so nice to know that you people celebrate Thanksgiving. (laughs) (laughs) And I I said, you know, it's not a religious holiday, right? It's and she was like, yeah, but it's it's American. I'm like, well, I was born in America. (laughs) You can't be a Jew and be American. Josh, you have to pick. We really need to do something about our education. It is an issue of national fucking security. She said, she said, I'm sorry. I want to make sure you're comfortable. Uh, first question is, can Jews eat potatoes? And I was like, yep. We got the, we, we're good with, we're oh, good with like potatoes. M- you have like matzo ball <laughs> stuffing or something? No, and then she said, what? I, see, Are I you going to wear to church? I go, I don't go to church. She goes, Jews don't go to church? I go, no, we go to temple or synagogue on Fridays. And she goes, you go to church on Fridays? I go, no, 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 we don't go to church. We go to temple we or to synagogue. Temple. And she was like, I just don't understand why you go to church on Fridays. And I, kept, <laughs> I kept saying. Dude, do you have this in your act? I was like, I kept saying, there's no church involved. <laughs> We don't go to church. And she was like, that's so weird. That you See, I prefer the way I grew up uh, with my knowledge of Jews, which was zero. So, it, like, in in the in the good way to where it was like everybody was just the same. Like, right. my family just never, we just, everybody was just the same. So, literally, I had no idea. Like, the first time I dated a Jewish guy, and it was like, he was. You were like, that dick is huge. <laughs> there was something about, like, pork. He's like, no, I can't have that, or I can't have this. And I was like, what? What? I, don't, I had no idea. I just think everyone's the same. So that's a good thing. I, I, I had one girl tell me once, is this the holiday where you don't eat bread? That is so weird. And I go, is it weirder than you chasing a giant fucking bunny around? Like, <laughs> that shit's chocolate eggs? Is that weird? <laughs> but it, she was like, it's so weird. And I was like, listen, I don't really 
tell you the truth, I can tell you why, but I eat bread. And she was like, you, you, yeah, because it's weird that you don't eat bread. I'm like, well, that's not weird. I mean, well, what about if you're just on the Atkins diet? Exactly. Those are Jews. Passover is easy for it's you. Like, yeah, exactly. Oh, you never really get how weird your shit is, right? You never, people never get that everybody has weird shit. Yeah. Right? But if you grow up with it, you don't get that it's weird shit until you get away from it and you go like, that's some that's weird some shit. Weird shit. <laughs> Jonathan, now my brother's here and come on over here. Dude. Tell me, did you nice not, shirt, by the way, this is, did you not think it was normal that everybody's mom smoked big, big giant cigars? Yes. Right? My and mom good, smoked. grandmother. And grandmother. <laughs> yeah. We were, we thought it was normal until my buddy was like, Dude, your mom smokes cigars. I'm like, yeah. yeah. And they were like, <laughs> nobody's mom smokes big giant cigars. I'm like, really? And they're like, uh, really? Like, that's the thing is, I when it's in your house, it's completely normal. Right. But yeah. when did did I was trying to remember if this happened to you or Danny or if I was imagining it? Did you pretend you were a cat once and Dad made you eat out of the cat bowl? Definitely not me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, I appreciate that you know that you have to be get to the microphone to yeah. be heard. I appreciate that because otherwise yeah. uh, nobody gets to hear. And that was a good response. Here's I would like to give the podcast to you. Here's that my here's win my, the podcast. My question about your neck. What? Okay. First of all, how long are you going to have that thing on your neck? Well, you would think it would get me some sympathy, so I thought maybe I would wear it for longer. Mm-hmm. But nobody gives a shit. Not at you. No. no, no. I had so many doors just, just right in my face, just mm-hmm. slammed in my face. Nobody cares. Nobody holds the door. Like worse, actually. I feel like it's worse. Does it feel like somebody's choking you? No, this is a soft. They gave me a hard one. Yeah, um, you told me that. <laughs> and it looks, I mean, like sixteen candle style. Like it looks. I could. I ordered this off of Amazon because I was like, I. I'm, How big I'm, was the hard one? It's so. It's ridiculous looking. Like, like they put a Doberman so I don't scratch their ears. No, like it's not a cone, <laughs> but it's like it's hard and it's just plastic and it's big. I, I mean, that's what I'm supposed to be wearing. Did it hurt your chin? It's just not. I mean, I'm only supposed to wear it when I'm out. Like when I'm home, I don't have to wear it. And he said it's. Uh, what but, about in the club? Um, yeah, when I go, yeah, when I go out, to you gotta the, put some bling on. Yeah, when I go out to the club <laughs> tonight, I'll wear it. Put I'm, a little propeller in front of. Yeah, it. be good. They, propeller. I was only told uh, until my two week follow up, which is next Wednesday, and then I guess I'll be told after that if I still have to wear it. I think it's mostly to keep me from turning my head too much, and also yeah. so other people are more cautious around me. My question to you is this. I'm going to fly tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Do Percocet. I get to board with the people that need more time? Yes. Totally. Really? Yes. yes. And I don't have to, I just walk up. I don't yes. have to like prove why. I mean, yes. no. I think you should keep it Because someone has to forever. lift my bag yeah. for me. Because yeah. I can't. I'm not allowed to lift anything. So Milk someone's going to have to do that. What do kind I? of drugs do you have? I have uh, Norco, which is Vicodin, but with less acetaminophen because my liver, I assume, will fail at any moment. Uh, That's a pretty safe bet. <laughs> so I asked for that. <laughs> safe bet. Uh, and then I have Valium, which is for a muscle relaxer because I'm yeah. sore here from it. They didn't give you any Soma? What's that? Soma with Vicodin and a cocktail is the best combination of all time. I don't think they were, I don't think they were thinking about my like good times, but I wish. <laughs> Um, have you done Soma with a Vicodin? You definitely have. I will say I've been I've been like surprised <laughs> no. how little of the pain. I mean, I the first couple of days I, I definitely 
um, needed it more. Like I really was, but I am so sort of, you would think I would be, I'm more, I'm more of like, I would like to take a Vicodin or an Orco and have a glass of wine when I don't need it. Like when it's, when it just seems like funny. Yeah. Um, (laughs) What kind of scar are you going to have? Can I finish talking? I'm sorry. I want to know. That was my (laughs) second question. Um, And, and, but I'm surprised how little of the medication like you would think I would just constantly be taking yeah. it because I have a good excuse to, but I'm kind of like leery yeah, of it. Like I, I don't want to take. Why? Because you're I mean, scared I, that you might get dependent on. I just feel like it can't be great for you to have constantly have like that medication in your body. So I'm just taking it when it hurts. Now you think that? Well, I've never fought it. I've never <laughs> want. I've never taken I any mean, medication regularly ever. Well, I mean, you. We, I. I. I'm a weed guy, and you drink. Like we. We put that in our body on a pretty consistent basis. Yeah, but not all day, every day, no. Speak for yourself. I mean, on, sometimes on the weekends. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've never seen one, some, anyone with a neck brace, and all I keep thinking about is the transvestite comic who fell off the stage and died. <laughs> Rita O? Yeah, because I just keep thinking that that's what she would wear after yeah. falling off the Poor stage. Poor Rita O. I keep thinking lawsuit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think I actually swear, someone tweeted like in response because I was actually saying how it, crazy it is how nobody yeah. will hold the door for me or anything and um and somebody was like i bet people just think you're walking around like milking a lawsuit like that's just what people assume so maybe i'm better with the bandage because that looks oh the bandage looks super like it makes me a tiny little bit uncomfortable it's just a big white bandage you the can't bandage on your neck in the blonde hair and the breast made me think aaron brockovich oh, oh first i that. saw you i thought um, Aaron Brockovich, I'll take that. She's Julia Wright, she has a lot of money. Maybe you should get like a, a like a walker or just something else to make it look like you're. More well, the, I think the bandage definitely will do it. Um, I may have to wear the like the real. Put, do a little Kurt Schilling though. Put a little blood on there. Oh, the do you hear Kurt Schilling doesn't really believe in evolution? I know it's that whole thing this week with his. Did you read that? Keith Law getting Keith Law, one of the writers from ESPN. Yeah, he and Kurt Schilling. Kershilling was talking about that he doesn't believe in evolution, and Keith Law was sending him links. Yeah, <laughs> and he was also being very like respectful and not saying anything. He was ESPN, being very tolerant. Yeah, and ESPN suspended Keith Law. They said it wasn't for that, but it was. I know. Well, what else would it be for? I know they were like it wasn't for that, and then they never said why. Well, Kurt, other, he's a Christian. Reasons. Kurt Schilling is like yes. fundamentalist. Yeah, and, and then did you see that Kurt Schilling's son <clears throat> brought like a fake grenade to the airport in Boston? Yes. Can uh, you explain? Were you and I talking about this last week? Uh, can somebody who's smarter than me explain when when so the the evolution well, that's pretty much anybody I know <laughs> the evolutionists just believe Adam and Eve and going from there so they don't believe in dinosaurs or anything like that no, actually they've sort of from the documentaries that I've seen what was it like Jesus Camp I think it was oh, called that was and a couple of things like they've sort of whatever information is given to them that disputes their perspective they figure out a way to integrate that information into their into their mythology Wait, the people who don't believe in evolution right right yeah. well, like the creationists figure out a way you know or what is they call the uh, uh the uh, what's the other thing is it that you can't believe in evolution divine create divine I actually yeah. have no idea about this either because I'm not that. Do, do, is it that you can't believe in evolution and God? You can believe in both. Can't well, no. You? The Pope says, yeah. of yeah. course, there was evolution, yeah. Yeah. right? The Pope even is, is saying. But there is a uh, there's a creation museum in Kentucky, my home state. Congratulations! Right? <laughs> <laughs> I escaped. So they have, uh, uh, I believe, like a Noah's Ark there, and they have dinosaurs on Noah's Ark. So what they've done is they've evolved. 
they're <laughs> uh, thinking. Yeah. And then I've heard some of them think like that God put the like the skeletons in the earth to test people. Oh my. Yeah. Like because uh, didn't Bill Nye? Dis- I, I just didn't Bill Nye like uh, debate the guy from that museum. <laughs> yes. I, but here's the thing. It, it's always it's interesting to confusing. me when people argue facts. Like you put a fact in front of somebody, and their argument is, "In listen, I'm not saying God, whether God exists or doesn't exist. I'm not. That's not. I have no idea. I don't think anybody can. Right? Well, you Same. don't know anything because you're a Jew. Exactly. <laughs> dirty, dirty Jew. We're the original. But I'm just saying. So is Jesus. Jesus was a Jew. I still don't. Yeah. I still don't understand Adam and Eve. I get confused go about Adam and Eve. I get confused about all of it. Adam and Eve, I believe, is it, it, it's kind of confusing. It's very confusing. But the, the evolutionists believe in Adam and Eve. Is that is that what we're talking yeah, about? I, I mean, like yeah, the creationists. The creationists and creationists believe in Adam and Eve, and I think that they believe that the Earth is no older than six thousand years. So, can you believe yeah. in Adam and Eve, and then also Mary and Jesus? What do you mean? I think so. I don't know. Well, because Mary. <laughs> It's fundamentalist is that that the Bible as written is fact that every word in the oh, Bible right. is true, even though that there are stories in the Bible that are parallel stories that contradict themselves within the Bible. Right. They they accept the Bible as true. So law. then they can't believe in dinosaurs because dinosaurs would would have predated that. But what about the bones and stuff from dinosaurs? The bones? That's what I was saying, that some of them believe that God put those. No, they don't believe in evolution. They believe in dinosaurs. They'll say that the earth is 6,000 years old. Mm -hmm. Everything that is on the earth exists within that 6,000 years period. And science is Will they go on the Jurassic Park ride? Will they go see the new Jurassic Park movie? Is there one? Jurassic World? Yeah. It looks so bad. What? There's another one? It doesn't look good to me. I don't know. Oh, you There's don't smoke a new enough one? weed. It's good. <laughs> Big giant dinosaurs running around behind hybrid shit. dinosaurs. There's a new dinosaurs. one. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's Jurassic out. World. Yeah, the guy from uh, 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 from uh, Parks and Rec and Chris from, Pratt. Uh, Chris Pratt stars in. Oh, I like Chris no Pratt. Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. What? I know. Why? What's he doing? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Playing jazz. Isn't he like, yeah, I was gonna say, isn't he Playing like a lounge music. singer yeah. somewhere? Yeah. yeah. He should play. Up. He should hook up with Thomas. Pete <laughs> Thomas Riley, what's his name? C. Thomas Howell. No, no. Uh, Thomas he's trying to he's trying C. to get Riley. the movie version Thomas of Riley. Ten Speed and Brown Shoe up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I just Brown. dated my fucking. Self. I know. <laughs> yeah, everybody at home was just like, what? Google. Yeah. Um, wait for people. John who, C. Riley. John, John C. Riley. He plays yeah. banjo in a band and travels around. Yeah. He, hmm. does, he he does too. Yeah, I thought Steve Martin, Martin does. plays the banjo. Yeah, that's when you got enough fucking money. You pick up the banjo, right? You're yeah. just like fuck it. I'm just gonna <laughs> yeah. hit yeah, the little dive ass clubs and play the fucking banjo. Yeah, I, I, I ain't wait. worried about shit. I feel like not worried. You're not worried about the IRS. No, I feel like if I end shit. up somewhere playing the fucking tambourine on Sunday nights, it's because shit's gone bad. Like, I agree it's not with because you. I have yeah. like it's not because yeah. I have so much time. It's because like I got nothing else going on. I'm I'm gonna be drinking until I die. You play yeah. the tambourine, money in your bag. You're like one crack rock, <laughs> two crack rocks. That's about it. <laughs> Wearing um, my neck brace, playing shit. the tambourine. Do you want to come over and tell everybody why why you came? What you get in the bag there? Sure. All right. And then we're gonna get oh, to some stuff, exciting. guys. This is my my brother. You know, every, you know, every week I talk about Redbittens.biz. So he has brought some gear here. Yeah. This, this is, is this is for Sarah. Oh. Okay. Oh, can I o- can I open it on the yeah. air? Yeah. I wasn't oh. I wasn't sure. 
I tried I'm to already out. liking what I see. Yeah, okay, good. Some Seahawks action. Yeah, oh, nice. Nice. Well, that's, awesome. a fuck, that's an awesome hat. I'll be wearing this tomorrow. Thank you. When I go to the er, Thursday, when I go She'll to the game. The Seahawks game. Oh, and another one. Awesome. Oh, nice. These are awesome. Look at these hats. Kind of old school. You can pin one to your neck brace. Just <laughs> very nice. Oh, there's more. There's so, more. so like the distressed hats come new. Yes. Right. Like, so this right. is awesome. I love these. So right. I thought you've been wearing that hat for years and years and years. Well, he yes. has. Okay. But it's also just distressed. a couple of years. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Can you can can you open that right next to the microphone? Uh huh. <laughs> oh, awesome. That's and very cool. Arkansas, my alma mater. Yeah. Oh, this is beautiful. a good one. I like a V-neck because I like to show off my tits. Exactly. So thank you. Me too. And then when I want to be <laughs> modest about my tits. Oh, no. These are awesome. And thank you. They're super soft, are they? These are they're awesome. Really soft. soft. Yeah. Really is, is tits not like I'm gonna demeaning? Be, I'm going to be so cute. Now, you can refer to your own tits. So, I like saying tits. LA? I'm He's from, from Kentucky. Kentucky. Oh, Kentucky. I guess. Yeah. These are nice, huh? We, we brought <laughs> red bins. Would you, do you, are you Clippers fat? Sure. Clippers yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, thank you. Very cool. Nice. Thank you. Clippers. Yeah. Clippers. Clippers. More, more new but distressed. Yeah. I'm worth the real. Yeah. Look, this is awesome. Thank you. Yeah. I love and this. Look at you, buddy. Oh, oh I love it. Oh, Hold it up to the screen. Check out the uh, suede on the bottom of the building. Oh, nice. That's a special one. Oh, yeah, you have suede on the bottom. And so this is redbins.biz, everybody. This Red is bins. fantastic. Oh, nice. Redbins.biz, not dot Redbins.biz. Yeah. Tell everybody basically when you go what they're going to find and all that stuff and why it's so cheap. Oh, very cool. Um, I bought out uh, a brand called Retro Sport, which is a really high-end uh, vintage sports apparel. And I bought everything they had left. Um, so you'll find all the remaining inventory. It's super soft, fits great, hats are awesome. Okay, how cute do I look in this? Really cute. Yeah, and I got them all. Yeah. Everything is like 20 to 80% off what they originally was in Nordstrom. Very That's cool. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah, it's very cool gear. And like it's, oh, it's vintage. Like hold up the Patriots thing. So it's very oh, cool. Oh, that's awesome. And those wow. are the, you're going to fit in that, buddy. Oh, yeah, this is going to be. I'm going to definitely fit in this. Um, awesome. Um, so redbins.biz, everybody, go listen. It is a. Is this going to be a bare-chested moment? I hope so. No. It is. It is a single. Oh, hold on. Should I put on mine too? <laughs> it is a obviously owned by one person. It is yeah. the definition of small definition business. Definition of small business. It's small my brother. The, Which the, we should all be supporting. We should all be supporting. Look, and 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 um, you go online. You put in OT, off the rails and the uh, OTR. OTR all, ca- all, all caps. caps. And you get what 20% percent? Twenty percent off. Anything Ho- over twenty four ninety nine. Holidays coming up. It's and called, it's, it's red got, spins. Wow. Red These are nice. That's very yeah. fucking cool. Here, I'm gonna be ordering some stuff. My nephew needs some Seahawks stuff because now okay. he's a fan. Red bins that biz. There it is right there. You nailed it. Um, Thank you so much. This stuff's awesome. Cool. I'm gonna have you. <laughs> I'm gonna have you say, "Oh yeah, red bins and matches." Just in case you wanna light myself like on fire. Like the studio. <laughs> I can definitely use them. I keep some in the bathroom. Did just in case? Yeah. <laughs> Not just in case. Oh, for oh, for that. I thought yeah, you yeah. meant if you wanted to light yourself on fire. Yeah. Um, that hat looks good on you. It Thank does you. look good. Um, and Lee, that fits. We were just talking about how oh my you God. lost weight. Yes. Mm-hmm. What yeah. do you think, buddy? I like it. No, you gotta this be is great. What do you do? Like paleo right? diet or something? No, I just count calories. Very cool. I've done all I've done all the fad diets. So. Lee has been very like he usually wears you know bulky shirts. I can't this. That's and all now I you're, well, I know, and now you're wearing form fitting, showing that shit off as you yeah. should be. I try. Now you let do, me walk you look down good. Venice Boardwalk. Have you just out of curiosity, and yes. I'll, I'll tell you if I have too. Okay. Have you ever tried to lick your own nipple? 
I don't think so. You come on your you come on your own stomach. I do. He can't you, lick his own nipple. <laughs> only Robin Quivers can do that. She said so on Stern. That's the only reason I know that. There are a lot of people. There's a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a lot. That's not a, just a Robin Quivers. Let me ask joke. you this. Yeah. Do I feel you like that's like how it? you end up in a neck Do I like race? licking no, my own nipple? Not, not when you do it. When 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 tickles your wife or someone else tickles. You know what? I never thought I would like it. I, it's actually it not that bad. It tickles. You know what? You, the only thing that makes me laugh Wait, what harder, do you mean? Wait, like it when what? When someone like a girl nipple. licks your nipple. Like I, oh, I, I thought you meant when they like their own. That no. is awesome, by the way. Really? It's awesome to watch. It's yeah. pretty awesome to watch. Is it really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, they have yeah, it's it in fun. every porn that you watch. It isn't like, oh, maybe I could do... Like, it doesn't look sad. I feel like it'd be sad to be like, oh, if, like, like... No. <laughs> if she's... <laughs> what if, a different if, perspective. Four guys are like, yeah. that's awesome. You're like, that looks sad. It just seems sad. Like, if I'm inside home and I was like, oh, I guess I have to lick my own tit today. Like, if she's, if she's smoking a cigarette no, if, and if, if, it's like by herself... In yeah. front of the TV, then yeah. I can no, but will you with a pet in. eagle on her arm. <laughs> 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 Pretty much anything. Ah! It's not an eagle. It's just dumb. <laughs> like just during, just, <laughs> just a parrot. During, it's just a pigeon. During, a wounded during pigeon commer- she's healed. And <laughs> during commercial breaks for the Real Housewives, like oh. oh. <laughs> Pretty much anything. No, but it's like, like nice. when you're with a woman, it's like she's like truly freed sad. up to be herself in yeah. the moment. Well, Sarah, she, yeah. you like it when other people lick your nipples. So if you lick yeah. your, maybe it's not the same. It's not the same. No, I mean, I like it. Yeah, I like it when, when my boyfriend licks my nipples. Yeah. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> I, the only thing that makes me laugh, like I'm ticklish. Um, the licking of the nipple makes me laugh. You know, the only part of my body that makes me laugh more is when someone licks my nuts. I laugh hysterically. <laughs> I, the first time it happened, right? This but girl. Because it's funny, not because it tickles. No, because it tickles. Oh. The first time it happened, I started up. I was like, oh, this is going to be cool. And then I started to go. <laughs> and I started to shake. I didn't want to laugh out loud. Because it does I, tickle? It tickled me. I didn't. If I laughed out loud, I figured that would definitely ruin yeah, the moment. Yeah, yeah you can't. So I, w- I was shaking, and she must have thought that you meant I coming. liked that a yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah. So she kept doing it. I was laughing hysterically <laughs> to the point where I was slapping the bed. Where and she, she was like, oh, I really got him. Yeah, I got yeah. him. He's slapping yeah. the bed. I, I was like, when she stopped, she was like, did you like that? I was like. <laughs> <laughs> this is but a good, edu- this is an educational program where the ladies can now know you don't have to lick balls because it's funny. Um, For my entire childhood, every time I got my checkup and, my, and the doctor would do that. Uh-oh. Lick your balls. You went to the wrong doctor, dude. Who was your doctor, Bill? Or the really right one. Dr. Cosby. I'm just curious where everybody in this room sits or stands on Cosby. <laughs> Before or after he gives you the drink. Yeah. No. Where does everybody? Here's to me, like, look, I I don't know about That's everybody right. else, but I've heard that those stories have been around for, for years. Yeah, yeah, they've yeah. been around for years. It just happens yeah. to be that when Hannibal, when Hannibal Burst, Burst, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's something the about, power of a fucking joke. But yeah. I don't know how they got squashed for years because, because guess, he was Bill Cosby, and when you throw money at shit. Because he, he did settle a couple of cases, or at least I one, guess. right? Yes. Right? But when, yeah. And no when you, but I had, like, you would hear stories in writer's rooms. Yes. Like, you would be in a writer's room, and there would be, there would be people that would tell those stories 
firsthand yes. in the writer's room and you go like, oh shit, right? Yeah. And so then you would watch him and because I had those thoughts like, you like pull your pants up and I thought, yeah, but I heard these stories about you. Agreed. And then Hannibal just like, he just like put it on stage and then it just sort of exploded. No, that's because what it was, feels like me. it was outside of the 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 confines of Hollywood. I mean, I stand on the yes. fact that there's just so many stories and none of I don't feel like I, none of them are connected. They're all the same p- story. I and mean, it's the it, same type of be, thing. Yeah. yeah it's Did not you hear what he had the interns do at the late show? The watch him eat curry or something. Yeah. I feel like the, I thought that was an onion article. I was like, this doesn't even sound like a real story. Like, why would it somebody be like, watch me, me eat curry? If there was one and then lick his own nipple. It, it seems to me sad. like if there was one, I stand by sad. if there was one, you'd be like, nah, there's too many. If there's smoke, there's fire somewhere. I'm not saying. Well, do you guys remember about, I guess it must have been 20 years ago, there were these books that came out from hookers in Hollywood. I think the first one was called You'll Never Make Love in This Town Again. Yeah. And then there was one called In This Time with Feeling. And it had stories about Don Henley, uh, I think there was one about Jack Nicholson throwing a, a woman down a flight of and stairs. Peeing on her. Yeah, yeah, pee, yeah mm-hmm. pee, peeing her and her peeing in her mouth in, in the that shower. order, or no? I think peeing in her mouth and then throwing her down the stairs. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. better. He, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but it was. I mean, <laughs> that'd be disrespectful after yeah, she already. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just feel like you I know just, what I mean. Seems like beating a dead horse. Really you already threw her down the stairs. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, but these stories of just abhorrent behavior. Are just really common. It, you know, the what is it? Uh, Simpson. You, you know, Bruckheimer. Oh, Simpson. yeah, the, Don Simpson. Yeah, Don Simpson. I mean, so it's not anything new. I, what I think is with the Bill Cosby thing coming out, I wondered what powerful celebrities, executive producers, are now like shaking in their fucking boots, right? A ton, right? Who, who are they? I mean, who's who? Did they cancel his new who show? Received, yeah. Yeah. yeah, who received the? Who received a a Porsche delivery this week? You know what I mean? Who received like you know jewelry from from Tiffany's this week? To- I think people are smarter now. I know people who do things like you just go to parties and sometimes you walk into the door, you got to sign a non yeah, like you got to sign something that says you won't talk about what happened here or you got to put your phone in like yeah. So I think people are smarter now. Like even before they get into things, you have to sign something that says. You cannot open your mouth about what's happening. What about the kind of parties where you have to put your keys in a bowl Abandon. when you first walk in? Abandon all hope, all ye. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the key parties. Key parties. Yeah. Those are different, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I feel like the funniest thing about it. I mean, not funniest, most ironic thing or most ridiculous thing. Like, if if all these allegations are true, like, what a fucking dick to walk around being like, my comedy's not dirty. I'm so much better than you because I don't. I'm I'm a clean comedian. But well, I rape women. But I rape same, women. But, but you're a bad comedian. But it's, just, but it's the exact same thing of politicians, I right? I mean, it's the same thing. It's the exact same thing. Politicians talking about you know marriage and you know like marriages for a man and woman, and then they're like sucking cock in a in a bathroom. I did someplace. that once, dude. I don't know what yeah. your big deal is. <laughs> yeah. said. Like I did it all the time. <laughs> once a week. No. On yeah. Fridays when you go to church. <laughs> exactly. <Yes. laughs> With the other Jews. I had a friend in, in, in Singapore and he, he told this story of how he went with this with this uh, uh, Thai prostitute and then realized that it was a guy you know right at the moment of, you know and and like the, the prostitute just like grabbed his cock and like shoved it up his ass uh, right mm, you that's know? what he said that's rude yeah. he, he, that's what he he said he that's made rude. me do it yeah yeah <laughs> yeah 
And I said, yeah, like, but the sixth time that you went back, that you, yeah. you, you were hip. Right? <laughs> you, you, you didn't fall for it the sixth time. My but. buddy in Mexico, right, he he was like, oh, I'm going to pick, I'm, I'm going to go back with this prostitute. And we were like, eh. I was, I was like, I think that's a dude. And he was, no. I was like, meh, yeah, yeah, I think that's a dude. And so um, they go up to the hotel and we were waiting outside and, he comes back down, and she comes back down, and obviously, you know, they did something, and I was like, oh. I was like, oh. So it wasn't a dude after all? He was like, oh, no, it was a dude. <laughs> I go, what? And he goes, but it wasn't gay. He, she just blew me. I was like, first of all, he blew you. <laughs> and that's gay. And, yeah. So, or it's a gay action. But the whole, but he kept saying the ride home. Guys, totally, this was just like. It's not something that I'm going to do a lot. It was just I knew it was a guy. It's never happened before, but it was wearing a dress. He was kind of cute. And I was like, okay. I, he just sounds like you. We're not even on you, and you're just defending yourself this whole four-hour ride. Every silent ride, he was like, guys, it's not going to happen again. I was like, it's okay. <laughs> but, it, 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 but it's so interesting because it feels like it's all shifting, right? I remember, what was it? What was that show? Uh, Six Feet Under, oh, right? That. And like there was like a gay couple in Six Feet Under, mm-hmm. and it was like the first time like on television I remember they started fucking or kissing, and, mm-hmm. and and I was like, oh shit, right? A couple weeks ago, like Scandal is on, or yeah. or what is it? How to Get Away with Murder? Oh, Scandal does the best. Right. Scandal does it um, with. I mean, now, but the the guy, uh, what's his name, Cyrus, right? His, his husband in the first. I remember the first. Yeah. Season on Scandal, when he they went down that? on. Yeah. And you're just watching it, and it's like you now know, it's yeah. it's like whatever, right? It, it's like I, there there's like there feels to seems to be a real profound cultural shift in how we're viewing. I mean, which there should be. I mean, we shouldn't yeah. mind. Well, we, you know, we should be able to watch. Uh, absolutely, the, if the shift is in what we consider to be the norm. I'm. I bet you, ten years from now, on playgrounds, people are going to be teasing each other like your parents are still together. Leave me alone. You have three brothers. You like each other. You have one bedroom. <laughs> Stop it! You eat three meals together. I hope we don't get. I hope we don't get to a point where we have to watch women lick their own tits on television. It just uh, still feels sad. I think you can see that in Europe in commercials. Um, it you know, seems like a shitty Tuesday night. It's a titty Tuesday night. <laughs> titty Tuesday. Titty Tuesdays. Titty Tuesday. Um, I did. I, I thought it would be a little remiss for us to have our show on this Tuesday and not mention Ferguson. Yes. Not Craig yeah. Ferguson, although he's had a good run. Um, Funny dude. <laughs> yeah. And I also was like, you know, Sarah, Sarah and I, can I read to you? I, I was like, Sarah, we can't do this podcast. Just three white people in a room. We would we, seem terrible <laughs> to be to give me like, well, I think, well, I think. Um, and so we. You hurry up. I got four more podcasts to do tonight. <laughs> Get it. Like I've never even done, never even done one before. Couple but news suddenly, yeah. <laughs> we, uh, please don't make. It. Are you really? Are you going to make it seem like the only reason he's here is because we needed a black person in the room? It is exactly. Welcome why. to my fucking Hollywood <laughs> career. That's exactly why. And then I also my while while we're on that subject, could you black it up a little bit? You're have you been yeah. a little too? Um, just ghetto it up just a little. Yeah, bring your nipple over here. Oh, wait. <laughs> We should, we should ask him if we can know what Sarah's impression is of. Uh, we'll do that in a little bit. <laughs> um, and then I, I asked my brother to come down because my brother 
Um, has an interesting perspective on race relations, seeing how you married a black woman, and for as long as I remember, I've only dated black women. You looked at him um, like you were surprised when you said when well, you said you married. Make a joke like she's black, but uh, oh, he was still talking. So. Right, and it was a bad joke. Yeah, bad joke. I think it's best <laughs> he kept talking through it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I, I guess here here's a couple of, and I am going to by the way, and we're going to open the phone lines up in just mm-hmm. a little bit. I, for the point of making sure that we have interesting conversations. Before we get into mm-hmm. uh, when we, because when we do open the phone lines, I want you to say what you were saying in the car, oh. which was that um, when I, you call, if you don't want to say your name or where you're calling from, and you just want to say what you're thinking, that's cool. Like if, I would prefer if, you do that. No names. The only name, the only voice we know is Jeffrey, anyways. But no names. I don't know where you're calling from because I want you to be able to feel to be as honest as you want to be. And that way, so it's a completely, that way you can get whatever your honest, unfiltered opinion is, we actually want to hear it. Um, so you don't have to give your name or where you're calling from. I have a couple of, of I have a couple of questions right off the bat. Sure. Uh, and, and just in general, okay? So the amount, by the way, the amount of racism that I've seen on social media in the last two days has been... Uh, asked, it's been uh, to a level that I cannot even believe. It's always there. Uh, this is like to a level that I cannot even believe. I think it just becomes more prominent saying. when something like this has come up because more people are talking about it. But at least correct, it is always there, unfortunately. But, but. The, the, the systemic racism that that clearly is in America. There's yeah. no there's no way to get around. I know people are saying people are would say whatever you want and. and this to me, this particular case, and correct me if I'm wrong. Un- wrong. Unfortunately, th- as terrible as that law is, because I read now the, a lot of that. Did you read a lot of the stuff? The hundred I read, skimmed through this online. The stuff, the the hundred page report. Yeah. Um, by the report of, of I know Wilson. what you're talking. Right. Yeah. 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 By <laughs> the letter of the law, it, it seems to me. By the way, this guy was never going to prosecute, which is why he went to grand jury, so he wasn't right. a bad guy. Um, and it seems to me I've read up on him that he is pro-police, basically. And I also read an article saying if a prosecutor wants now, to get an pro-police, ind- the, yeah. the the prosecutor, the okay. pro- yeah, the, if a prosecutor wants to get an indictment, they can get an indictment, right? So it's that's not even an issue, right? So my girlfriend's in law school, and she said basically like the jur- the uh, grand jury isn't supposed to be making evidence. Decisions. They're yes. not supposed to be. They're that. They're only supposed to say, "Is there something enough here for a case?" They're not supposed to be. It's not like it's a probable real cause jury. for a case. Yeah. Probable, right. cause, probable cause for probable cause. And, and and so, it, in order to get an indictment, it's almost the opposite of a trial because in a trial there just has to be doubt, reasonable doubt, and then you're supposed to find them not guilty. This is all the right. way the justice system is supposed to work. Right. Um, do you feel like that? Knowing what the law is, because I saw, did you have you read on the law in Missouri about what their justifiable lethal force? Did you read all that? No, I didn't. I'm not gonna look. If you if you followed, I guess the letter of the law. I guess the problem is is that when you did this, you only heard one side. You know why? Because the other side is dead. Right. Well, I I think that the the, the problem is is bigger and it's deeper. To me, I think that what happened in Ferguson is like Sandy Hook, right? Sandy Hook happened, and we, we can look at that and go like, well, this shouldn't have happened. 
something should be done about this. Mm -hmm. But the truth of the matter is nothing really of any real uh, uh, importance will be done about it and it will happen again, right? So what happened in Ferguson with Mike Brown is going to happen again. Absolutely. Not, and, and it's going to happen again because it's just the way that the system has been set up and, it's, and, that, and that there is a deeper problem. Like you talk deeper about, problem being what like like that the, the, there's a the deeper problem is this is that America is racist and but the biggest problem with racism in America or the world is the way that we look at it we make people that are racist or as as a pariah as opposed to looking at racism for what it is that I believe it is which is it's it, it's a mental disorder like anorexia or uh, agoraphobia it's a disease and the people that have it we and we all have it it's not like oh those white southerners over there have racism and right and the and the northern liberals do not racism i think is this really deep um um disease it's it's a, an epidemic that is undiagnosed and it's a part of our society and our culture and we we don't have a way of looking at it where we can separate our own guilt, shame, uh, um, guilt, shame, fear around it. Uh, go okay. ahead. Let me ask you a question, though. Mm -hmm. Okay, because it seems like a vicious circle at this point. You Absolutely. Ha you have, a, you have a bla the black community that does not trust the police. Absolutely. Okay, you have a police force that clearly considers the black community to be the number one Absolutely. So how do you break that cycle? That's that's I think that that's the most important question. I, what I think is, is that we have to look at it and say that and one of the problems is you, it's the black community. Right. And, and that separation of the black community from community is a part of the problem. Right. It should be the American community. But the truth of the matter is oh, whether, whether it's we're living in an idea, the real world is that the rich white community does not have a problem with the police. The, I, I will tell you this. No. I, you well, know, some I, of them. I mean, some I, do. There's a, there's exceptions to everything. But, you know, and I know it's not popular to, uh, especially right now. To, but there, I do, part of me sympathizes so much, too, with, first of all, with, you know, with last night with the rioting and the looting and knowing that, that Mike Brown's parents, they, they don't want that. They wanted, you know, they, they, they right. their statement was like, Peace, like peaceful protests right. or whatever, and 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 you know, going into these convenience stores and of, of small business owners and ruining their, but that's not going to help anything, and it right. just makes no. and, and it just it actually defeats your uh -huh. entire case. But there are and there are but, some good cops also, out there too, and there are absolutely. peaceful protesters. Yes, absolutely. And the absolutely. peaceful Everything protesters we don't get to see. We, the good cops we don't get to see. Like all we see now is like the ugliness. But you know? exactly, but because the, the, the news is, is a show now. That's why. Yeah. Oh, but it always has been. You know, but but the thing, but but this ugliness that we see and the looting and all of that, again, it's a part of the exact same problem, right? Do you know who John Punch was? He's got a great name. John Punch was uh, before America was was even a country, right? There was indentured servitude in the United States. Uh, there were these three indentured servants: John Punch and these two other guys. The two other guys were white. John Punch was black, right? These three indentured servants escaped, I believe, from South Carolina to Virginia. I can't remember the exact places. But they were caught and brought back. The two white indentured guys got like 
four years added to their sentence. John Punch, the only black, got life incarceration, which was the beginning of slavery, right? He was officially the first slave in the United States of America. I have never heard, how come I've never heard that story before? Because I think America, like, you know, thrives on us not knowing stuff, right? And then, like, basically, like, 120 years later uh, was Crispus Attucks, you know, first black guy shot in Boston at the Boston Massacre. Who defended him? John Adams, second president of the United States. His defense, not, not, he defended the, the British soldiers who shot Crispus Attucks. John Adams, president, defended the show, soldiers who shot John Adams. His defense was, was that he was, that, that these soldiers were up against a bunch of rabble rousers, Negroes, and mulattoes. Did you say rabble rousers? Yes. I mean, nobody likes to go up against a bunch of rabble rousers. Yeah, I mean, but but, just, but, what I'm, but my I point do. is, I love it. The political system, you know, from day one was it's like the same arguments. Okay, but here's my question. Here's my now. I've here's the one thing, and and because these when these uh, issues come up, and I'm, I don't mean this to sound uh, uh, too on the nose, but. Everybody goes complete black and white. There are Absolutely. there are gray areas to life. I now let me just go and like I said, I want to bring up some other issues and sides. I'm not a black man, and, and to my knowledge, I never will be. Um, I have also what do you go on that show? <laughs> who do you think you are? They do the little swab. Next thing you know, oh. you're in Nigeria, or some shit. Grandpapa. I, I also have never been a police officer. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I I don't know what that dude's path has been. I do not know what his. I do p- know that they should stop showing photos of his his wounds. Oh my because god! Because it is the worst. Because there is it looks nothing. like Mike Brown gave him a sunburn. I, I mean, it looks like <laughs> yeah, it looks like <laughs> nothing. It's, yeah. it's crazy yeah. that they keep posting them. They're like, here are his injuries. I'm like, fucking where, where, but, but where? But here's the thing: like having never been um, either one, right, right. It's so hard for me and, and to say this person 100% did everything wrong or this person did 100% everything right. Well, no, right. nobody because knows to for me, sure because the only one person knows. Right. And you, uh, if you and read Wilson's... Only two people know and one of them is and dead. one of them is dead. If you read Wilson's testimony, some of it seems so unbelievable. And, and there's, yeah. there's some of it yeah. where he said, I think the beginning where... They were walking down the middle of the street, and he said he said he pulled up politely and said, "Hey guys, why don't you use the sidewalk?" And and Wilson and and, and Brown said, "I don't give a fuck what you say" or something like that. Where's his friend? Where the the friend that was with him? Um, which, by the way, is not illegal to walk down the middle of the street. Not to, to not tell, only that to tell a cop that you don't agree with what uh, even in the most impolite way is not illegal. I agree. And yeah. I, what what seems impossible to me is that you're talking about two guys who did just. Uh, steal something from a convenience store. So to, it seems crazy to me, knowing the climate and the neighborhood they live in, to make themselves even more of a target seems yeah. a little, a little out of it for right. me. For me. For, but where? But where but is, it's, is it's, his friend his, being? They, he would have used them in trial, but right. they don't need them now. There's no because there's no trial. But, but he he didn't. Did he witness the? Yes. He witnessed yeah. exactly what happened. Yes. Well, as much as he could have, because he was hiding behind a car at some point. Right. Yeah. I mean, I've read. Yeah. I, there's just so many fucking details that it's like. The, uh, but, this but, is but, why. But, I but, but this is the thing because it really isn't about. For me, it's not about the details. For me, it's about a few things. One. It's about policing and, and, and police officers 
in a, a, a legal system, in a law enforcement system that is above reproach. And the law enforcement in this country is not that, mm -hmm. right? It's the same way with banking or with uh, uh, the home mortgage situation. It's in order for it to work, there has to be a level of, of integrity within the system. Accountability. Yeah. And accountability. Consequences. And consequences. And the truth of the matter is we have seen enough hidden camera or, or cell phone camera videos of cops with black people, with white people, with college, with anybody that we know that, that they feel above the law. Absolutely. But, yes. but and that, it's not, not all to of say, them. Yeah. Yes, and that's funny. not to say that there aren't good cops and there aren't great cops. There absolutely are. Right. And they're where, where absolutely are central cops, and important. Where are those cops coming forward during these times when... when but to other, say what? To, to cross the blue line. To cross the blue line. But, and, and do what? See, that would be my thing. Like, I know. I, I heard a lot of that yesterday. People say, you know, because I, I tweeted something saying, like, you know, because, like, my dad's best friend was a cop. And he was a really good man and a really good cop. And I, I uh, you know, he's passed, but I know what his stance would be on this. Yeah. And I know that he would. And I feel like what can, you know, and a lot of people were like, well, where are they? Unless they, what can those cops do? Can they join the protest line? Can they, how can they make a statement saying we the, the thing are, is, are against it, this? It, is what, I don't it know. It takes a very brave person basically to pol to police the police yeah. from the inside because you're seen as a traitor. Did you, did you hear, um, um, there's a, there's a cop, but he's a former cop now by the name of Adrian Schoolcraft. He was a New York police officer. Can I just say the people you tell yeah. stories about have, have great, great last names. names. Wonderful <laughs> names. Schoolcraft and Punch. Yeah. Right. Well, a Adrian's it's a new new uh, it's buddy like a, cop. Yeah, it'd be a buddy cop so, movie. Yeah. 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 Well, Adrian Schoolcraft was a New York police officer, and he had a lot of issues with the stop and frisk policies of the New York police force, and he just he attempted to say this isn't right and it literally destroyed his career right as a police officer i was talking to a friend on security of a shoot i was on a few weeks ago and he was just like he was saying well his lower back was fucked up because of the belt that he had to wear as a cop right the, that heavy belt and he says that's really common that's a really common injury among cops and he says that's one of the reasons why cops will see you and they say don't run is because that belt hurts their fucking back. And he says, if you make me run with this belt, I'm going to whoop your ass, right? It, it, and I thought, wow, that makes a lot of sense. But he was a black cop, and he started talking about just that, that there is this sort of entrenched racism within the police department that you are aware of, but you really can't do anything about. Do you feel like it is also, like, in a, in a neighborhood like Ferguson, do you think the onus is on the police force to make sure the majority of, of the people serving on the police force there are black? Do you think that's important? Do you think yes. that would help? Do you think that's important? I, of course. I, I think that what's important is that America really comes to terms with the reality. The, the same way that we're coming to terms with, with global like climate change, mm -hmm. we have to come to terms with the reality that racism has a, a serious economic and social impact and that you can't I mean it doesn't matter if the cops are black or white right but what, do you think that would make a difference as far as in the community as far as the community trusting the police no because I think that if if the cop is Stacy Dash fuck that bitch you know what I'm saying yeah it's like 
it, it doesn't matter if the person is black or white. What matters is if the person is capable of looking and seeing humanity in the person in front of them, whether that person in front of them is black or white. And if the and, and if and if the the law enforcement department, like my friend said, where there is so much just entrenched racism within the department, and I understand why that is so. Yeah. Right. But that entrenched racism is sort of like a constant fuel on the fire. And that it and and that the shift has to begin, I believe, from from there, as well as from the community. But if if the but if the racism is entrenched in the society, it's we're we're just sort of fucked. I gotta tell you, I read a lot of the stuff, and I read the Officer Wilson's account, and to me, obviously, his story doesn't line up. Doesn't now some of it. Does some of it seems like well, some like, of like me, them saying there was an there was definitely an obvious struggle within the car. Something and this definitely and that, he yeah. definitely reached in the car. Yeah. Um, the blood trail, you, but there, it, but you I, the yeah. blood trail but on the ground. Be, there's no disputing what the blood trail was. So, but as it's, you it's, said, it's, there's a way to stop someone. It's the use of from, lethal force. Yeah, yeah there's some, there's it's a way the to stop someone. It's the shot to the head that doesn't make any sense. Them. Yeah, right. I mean a kneecap well, shot or anything. Well, the, what was the, what's the other kid's name? I wrote his name down. And we can't say for certain that the kid in Walmart. Who just goes and he picks up a BB gun and he's walking through Walmart yeah. and the guy calls and says, "There's a black guy with the gun," and then he ends up dead. Yeah. Well, right? I, I heard the guy who in the Walmart went to reach for the gun like it was a real gun. Is that true? No, he was walking. He was literally just walking around the Walmart with the store. What about that uh, black kid in Colorado who was uh, in a movie theater shooting up the movie theater and killed like twelve people but ended up alive? That was a white kid. Oh, that. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Here's my thing. No, plenty of, yeah. Plenty of, yeah. yeah, that was a white kid. It's the use Aurora, of lethal right, force. Right. It's, a, yeah. it's yeah. the use of lethal force that, force that I think is that is really look. Like I said, as a cop, I can't say how I would react if you a also, dude who's six four two ninety is coming at me. But I'm pretty sure. And you're already scared of him. Yes. And so I'm pretty sure that I'm not going to shoot at the head. But why can't you take a shot? But somewhere you also out of the can't body? say that you don't know. You know. I mean, this is not. Believe me, this is. But no, my question. But you do, we don't know that had this been the exact same situation and the and this six foot five two hundred ninety pound white man came running yeah, at him. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, but, well. but, yeah. here's, but here's the deal. But, Go yeah, ahead. sorry, but but it, no, but the racism, like you said, being so entrenched in there, and then it just the, uh, just sucks. Just he's sad. he's a big and scary black guy. Is 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 the reasoning, right? It's like I get to shoot you because you're a big and scary black guy. Well. And, and and the truth of the matter is, if if it was just one incident, if it was just that one guy, right? But I mean, Kimani Gray, uh, Kendrick McDade, Which Aaron Jefferson, Pasadena. right? Amand uh, Amandala Diallo, who was in New York, shot like fifty something times. times right? Yeah. What do you mean, shot forty one times? He went to for his wallet, and cops shot him forty one times. I remember that on the street. I Timothy remember. Stansberry Jr., uh, Sean Bell. Orlando Barlow, Patrick uh, Dorsman, Aaron thing, Campbell, like when you, when Victor you... Steen. It, it just it, it just goes on and on. Okay, but what would I, what about the guy? Now, here's where I'm going to play some devil's advocate for you. Mm-hmm. What about the kid, the production assistant, who was just shot at an apartment the in Beverly Hills? Hills. Yeah. A Tosh Point o production assistant, right? Oh, right. I don't know Mistake, this story. Uh, right. He ran out. There, there was a there was a look. Being a cop tell the is story, a hard. Though. That's what I'm saying. Being a cop is a hard. Tell me, fucking tell job. me if I got the story right. Right. So there was a, it's the, there were some people in an apartment in West Hollywood or whatever, right. and it was three white folks, and somebody stabbed another. bus. they called the cops. Um, somebody was running out who was stabbed. Now the person was following behind him, 
But they were both scared because the person with the knife was still in the apartment. But the person was running out behind him to help the person who was, was bloody. Stabbed. Yeah. The cop just saw somebody running after him and shot, shot him. him dead. Shot him dead. This was a month, yeah. month ago, two months ago. This was a while ago. <laughs> a while ago. My point being story. this, like when, 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 and I don't, I wish I could tell you this is how I would react. If I'm in a situation, I don't know how I'm going to react in a life, what I consider might be a life or death situation. If I'm in a life or death situation, do I have the presence of mind to go, oh, I'm going to wait one extra second to see if they have a gun or one extra second. Do you know what I mean? Like, but, but, but as a but, cop, you have a responsibility. You, I, you have to be trained better than that. You have to be trained to, to, you know, I know you have to defend yourself. And like you said, it's a terrible fucking job. And, and you don't know. I, I have no idea what this, we will we'll never know what this man's mindset was. Right. If he really thought his life was in danger or what. I don't know. But I just know that like as, as a policeman, as hard of a job as it is, that it is your responsibility to know I can I can not kill this person and it's still, the lethal force you're talking. Yes. About. Well, the yeah. thing for me is is when I say like I wish there was a trial, that's not saying that Michael Brown didn't do anything wrong. Like agreed. I mean, let's just say the account as it came out, like that the prosecutor said the way it happened happened. You shouldn't attack a cop. Granted, he did yeah. say it took ninety seconds between the call for help to the cop, the backup car getting there. So that's not that much time. And he had pepper spray and probably a taser on him. No taser. No taser? Okay, at least pepper spray. He and said he the, reason he didn't use, the reason he didn't use pepper spray, and he said because he was in the car, and if he sprays it that close, it's going to get on him too. Well, so... I, I'm just I giving mean, you what... Yeah. The issue is it's not just it's not either the cop or Michael Brown. Michael Brown did something wrong, but he should be on trial in jail or... He shouldn't be dead. That's well. No, of course not. He didn't do anything to. No, no, no. I mean, I don't know what he. We don't know for sure, but I know that what from uh, stealing cigarillos shouldn't get you shot six times. (laughs) There was um, shortly after the Michael Brown shooting, there was a high speed chase in the valley, and it was on the one. It was like on the one hundred and one, and the car exited like Reseda, and I remember no, right up here actually. It was. It was was, right around the North Hollywood Park. Yeah. Yeah. And the guy, it was like this big-ass guy, big white guy, got out of the car. They yanked him out of the car. He kicked some of the officers. I remember that. Right. He oh, yeah, spit on this. some of the officers. They just handcuffed his ass and put him in the they back of the car. The ground. Right. right. You know what I mean? It's like, I, I think that the thing is, is that I think that f- f- to a certain extent, black folk are not viewed as human. Let me ask you a question, Mark. Like his okay. racism runs so deep that he was like, I'm scared of this guy because yes. he's black in a, in a way. Let me, possibly. We're not okay saying we know for sure. Him. Right. Let me ask you a question, okay? Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna, I'm asking this to get to, to uh, elicit some, maybe some heated response. Who's responsible for that? Who's re- let me ask you this. Who's responsible for, for that? For who's responsible for that persona? Let me. I would. I would. I, and I and I did think about this the other yeah. day. Like if you take, um, uh, say, um, musicians, the young black kids. Yeah, I get that. In, yeah. Right. So they're not. They're not. They're, they're, nobody's rapping about. Hey, stay in school. Hey, you know what? Hug. I, I I got a response to that. Keep going. So so, but if I'm saying to you, if someone says to you, well, who's responsible for for that? And by the way, I would say Hollywood, for a long time, only cast black people in scary roles. We I I think the truth of the matter is American mythology has always had uh, an affinity for the rebel and for the outlaw. Okay. Through throughout through through the uh, the nickel uh, uh, the the nickel uh, uh, books for from the Wild West on up to this day and age, the truth of the matter is is it, 
hip hop and all hip hop hip hop today isn't the gangster rap of yesterday true okay so let's so let's not blame hip hop you know con, I'm not, I'm not I, 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 are you I'm, saying who's responsible for who's responsible for, to help for villainizing but, but here's the creates that but, but that here's perception the deal. is there any difference is there any difference between Mike Brown sort of having a little bit of dick swagger as a young man right which can you hear me did I fuck something up no, I think we're good. Okay. Okay. Yeah, there's something happening. There's coming in and out for me, too. Yeah. So, should I just keep talking? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's my left ear. Imagine, imagine a bunch of young white dudes from Boston, Mike Brown's age, a bunch of Southies, yep. right? They're going to dick swagger just the same as Mike Brown 100%. is. 100%. Right? Yep. So the thing about it is, is being a young man, white, black, or otherwise, right, you're going to test the limits of what it means, right? You're going to take a swing. Oftentimes you're going to take a swing when you're not so fucking supposed to. Yep. Right? I'm not I'm not I'm not trying to let Mike Brown off the hook, right? If he took a swing at that cop, if he made that cop feel in danger for his life, right? I under yeah, that that is inappropriate. That isn't right. But that's jail, that's not death. But that's right. jail, that's right. not death. And also, death. but I don't know if it's about like I I feel like what you're saying is who's responsible for how people react like because i mean i've been alone in a room with a big black scary man i didn't shoot him i had that's, sex with that's, him that's not, honestly yeah. <laughs> but that was your intention yeah you just saying. That, that's yeah. what just i'm saying, saying. They're what, not what i'm trying to figure out is how do just we trying to lighten uh, it up a little how do we as a group um uh it, it help relieve help take away the perception of what young black men are because that's to me that like it's not that's what the, and I will tell you something else. It doesn't help, right? It does not help. Like the, the internet doesn't help us no. at all. The, the internet, internet doesn't, doesn't help anybody. The internet does not help at all. But the internet does kind of, you know something? Here's the deal. When I was growing up, I saw white people as absolutely flawless. Thank right? you. Because like black and white movies, <laughs> black and white movies on television, Right, they always had flawless skin. Right, white people they 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 never ever seemed out out of pocket. But now we have Honey Boo Boo and shit. Fuck <laughs> yeah. yeah, internet. Yeah, right. Yeah, like, at, yeah, at one point, at one point yeah. it was like it was like what is it? Hot ghetto mess. Yeah, right. And it's like oh look at it. But now it's like white people are are as are as ghetto and oh, as yeah. messy. You know, and so you and so the internet has sort of like. Even the playing field, you go like everybody's ignorant, right? Everybody is tacky, right? You, you go like, oh, black people steal, and then you look at look at Wall Street bankers. It's like everybody fucking steals, right? On some level, it sort of evens the playing ground. But I get what it is that you're saying. I think that there's a real quandary with 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 Black America or with just America in general. And and I talked about this in stand up, which was that because uh, I was in Southeast Asia, I talked about the word nigger, and I said that. One of the problems is is like America is a Faustian capitalist society. You're gonna have to say that a little slower for the people listening to this podcast. America is a, the people <laughs> in the room is a Faustian mm-hmm. capitalist society, meaning Ta- that like that profit. Wait, above before all before else. You, oh, I was gonna say define that. Google it. Okay. <laughs> but none, it's a Faustian capitalist society. It's a Faustian capitalist society. Yeah. And the cornerstone is is freedom of speech, right? In a land where you have freedom of speech and Faustian capitalism, how the fuck are you going to get rid of a multi-billion dollar word like nigger? 
Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Black rappers depend on nigger. The NRA depends on nigger. Uh, Ann Coulter, Fox News. It all, the word, the idea, the specter of nigger makes a shitload of money for a lot of people. I mean, my chest is turning red every time you say the word. It's making me start. But, but, <laughs> you know what I mean? No, like, no. That's my reaction. But, it's a, like, stop saying but, the tr- but, 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 but you get the truth of what it is that I'm saying? Yep. Yeah. And then on top of that, when being successful above all else is, is the most important thing throughout American society, right? Not being intelligent, you know, not being a good person, but having a big car, having all of this shit. And so if hip-hop music and rap music and the pornification of oppression allows you to have that, then people are not going to stop using oppression to, to create that. And, and, that, and, that by, and the byproduct of that is that it spreads sort of the, the, the uh, psychosis of racism throughout society. So that making money sort of goes out and it bounces off, off the psyches of white kids who want to be hip, Right and and white parents who are afraid and therefore we end up in this quagmire that is that is this this toxicity of American racism. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Except when you say quagmire, you know what I think? Giggity. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's all. Very funny. Yeah, that's all I can think of is giggity. Um, I'm looking to see if we should. Eight one eight two eight. Fuck. Four four six seven one one. Nope. Damn it. He never remembers you the number. You tweeted it like... Eight, I bet I had it in front of me. 818-684... No, you had it right six, before. 818-284-6171 if you want to call. Um, you know, I would even say, and for me, it's uh, so much... And I could be completely wrong because obviously, again, never been a black guy. But to me, it seems like... What the great equalizer is money, right? Oh wait, we have a, a, a you, Shannon. Please call us. He, yeah. Uh, Do you feel yeah. like the great equalizer at this point is money? Because look, at the end of the you day, when when you we're talking about going to court and mm-hmm. things like that, um, money can buy freedom. True. Yes. Yeah. I I my my opinion on it is uh, sort of. I just tire of. The, the details, like you said, it, it's a, you start defining things from the past and how things in the past have affected, I think, the black community, and, and I shudder to use the word should or could, but should move forward. You got to come. In a lot yeah, of ways, yeah. lot of ways, lot of ways stop making these opportunities available for it to happen. Hold on. Let's, let's take this got? call. Hey, what's your name? Well, you don't have to say your name if you don't want to. Is it okay if I don't say my name? Totally okay. Of course, yeah. What's going on? What do you okay. want to say tonight? Well, no, I just wanted to uh, call in and maybe see if you wanted to have a cop in a discussion, and that's kind of why I want to remain. Yeah, yeah. I'd love nameless. to. Okay. Uh, without being political and all that, I'm not really concerned with the politicizing. Just wanted to be a, uh, a good example. Uh, I've been an officer in uh, anywhere from corrections to investigations to patrol. I've done it for like 17 years. I just turned 40, so just to give you a little bit of my background. And I'm, uh, if the accent doesn't give it away, I'm also from the South. Yeah. So there's also that stereotype. was a little worried when that. you called, to be honest. <laughs> no, no, that's cool. But anyway, I just wanted to, to say that uh, listen to some of the things you say. I think a lot of it 
is it being the individual that's a police officer, a lot of it is a choice because just, just to share a little bit of my story, coming from the area I live with, I'm very familiar with racism, even within my family growing up as a kid because I had grandparents that grew up in the 40s, 50s, 60s, and that's a, that, that, that was a time where a lot of amazing things happened and we, we started making that turn and trying to make things more equal for people. So trust me, I've been around it. I personally chose not to fall into that stereotype, right? Yeah. I chose, I, you know, I wanted to be a police officer as a child uh, growing up for, I feel like, the right reasons. And I've never, in 17 years, I can tell you I've never been involved in a, a, a lethal situation such as happening. Uh, I do work for a more rural, not a real tiny uh department but it is more rural but uh i've never been in a i've been close i've even been on swat teams and i think a lot of it is what we bring with us from our core from how we were raised yes. and what we, our values we were taught because i i could have i could have been i could have been that stereotype i think you well, know what i mean can i ask you uh, knowing what you know and 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 um watching what you've watched what are the options for that i mean obviously none of us were there right so but knowing what you know and being in situations what are the options for that officer as opposed to the that shot to the head Okay, well, w one thing for sure is like you guys have covered it. We won't know. We're not that. We're not him. Right. We don't know what his in, what was in his mind, his feeling in that in that moment. Uh, you know, I've been in some really close situations, but option wise, if he did not have a taser, which was as I know, there's there are plenty of people that are against that. But man, what what a great option to have in between uh, physicality. Or even pepper spray, and then your then your gun. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. But if he did, if he didn't have that, well, we have to take that off the table. If it was true what was said about the pepper spray, uh, that's that's very true, and you're taught that it's not good to spray it. I've personally been sprayed by other officers, not on purpose. That you get in situations, things happen. Right. But that that's very dangerous to you if you were to spray that, and you contaminate yourself. Well, what do you do? You blind yourself, and I've got enough rounds and a weapon on my side that I can't even see you getting to. Maybe I can't keep you from getting to it. Okay. So that's in your mind, too, as well. Now, the, the headshot, what you're taught, if you do get in a situation where you're going to fire your weapon at someone, it is never, ever to injure, maim, anything like that. that that's, that's, the, that's wrong. They teach you that in the academy. That's not you're not you're not trying to you shoot to kill someone for the rest. Of it is it, 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 it's shoot. Well, not, it's not even that. It's shoot to stop the threat. That yeah. that's that's the way that works. And they teach you to shoot when you shoot. I mean, that's a very very serious decision. That that you that you have to make in like you know split second. Which so are, which teach, is they teach it, you know they teach to shoot center mass now. Like I said, now I'm there. I wasn't there. I, I, I can't defend either side. I'm strictly down the middle here. Right. But if there is a struggle, running, coming at them, I don't know. At some point, 
you're shooting center mass, but you're it's also moving. It could be a moving target. You know, I don't know if it was an intentional headshot. It could have not been intentional. Maybe he got to a point. I don't know if he's ever has this officer ever been in a situation where he shot someone before or shot at someone. Been it been in a life that you know there there are so many unanswered questions. There are, and you know what's we, interesting? We're left, to, we're left to speculate. Is what you're saying about the pepper spray thing, which is so interesting, is like if you had enough time. I feel like if you had enough time to think. Hmm, if I shoot the pepper spray, it might come... Like, if you put that much thought into it, then maybe there should have been more with thought. Your, with, with your training, with your training, that's just that should be ingrained. That's just something right. you know. Well, like, it, okay, just, just, just any time that I've ever, ever went, um, going to a situation that I knew that could be something that could escalate to a, a level of using lethal force, I'm in my mind, on my way there, running this, I've always been this way for years and years, running that scenario through my head. That way I'm prepared when I get there. I don't want to hesitate. One, honestly, I want to go home at the end of my shift and see my family, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I don't want to hesitate. I don't want to get, I don't want to get killed. I don't want to get someone killed that I work with that trusts me with their life, or I don't want to make the wrong decision with someone that could be innocent as well. So this is in my head. As I'm hurrying or whatever the situation is, getting to a, whatever the call is. So, Sarah, that the whole thing with the whole, I don't know, you, that's not something, because if you think, man, something, it, it takes you, you should be trained. It's just like military. Right. I'm on prior service as well. That's why you train and you train and your, your department should be training you all the time. That way it's just second nature. Okay, you don't I got think, that. You know, I'm in a confined space. I don't want to spray or I don't want to contaminate myself. There's just so many variables there. So there. you're but saying once somebody takes out their gun, the training is, like you said, <laughs> to stop that person. That's basically the training, right. to stop the threat. Right. Well, yeah, you, 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 to stop the threat. Mm-hmm. Now, that doesn't, mean come, that doesn't mean come out of your holster and just start, you know, throwing rounds down range. Right. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying if when, that, when, when you get to that level, if you get to the point to where you're gonna pull that trigger, you let you have no other choice. It's not to like kneecap somebody. That's, well, that's not that's not that's yeah. that's legally civilly so wrong. They teach you it's you shoot center mass. But what about what about it, did you, you shoot see in, to stop the threat? In the I'm news, sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. Like in the news, like two weeks ago, there was the guy that had the gun, and like uh, he, he was threatening cops, and he held the gun up. At a park, it was like yeah. in Florida yeah. or something, right? And they for the that, valley, yeah. But and everything that you know, I'm sorry, Mister, what's your name? We're not, no, he's we're not, not going that. But everything that the office, the gentleman on the phone is saying, they did not do. They 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 shot like the gun out of his hand or some shit, right? They right, yeah. yeah. And, and if that's the case, look, man, every, every department's different. Every everyone, just like in in military too, you have SOP, standard operating uh, procedures. Each department has that. I'm just telling you the way it should be taught. The way we were taught, uh, and, and I believe it's taught that way in the state that I'm from as well. Uh, I, it could it could go back to poor leadership, poor training, well, lack the, of you training. Know, you know what's interesting though is like I mean I know I made the joke when I said I you know I've been in a room with a large black man and I had sex with him rather than <laughs> shot him. Um, but you were looking at my crotch when you said I did. I was. <laughs> but what? Um, but what? What the point I was trying to make is actually exactly I believe what he what. Uh, this gentleman is saying is like 
he, he chose not to, it's what's ingrained in you. It's what you fear or what you, you know, I feel like, I feel like he's saying the exact same thing without making a fucking dick yeah. joke about it. He's saying like my, I haven't been in, I, it hasn't escalated to that for me because I choose not to look yeah, at yeah. race that way. Right. And, and, I, 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 and I, I never have. And trust me, I, I, w- I wish I could, if I was in a room with you guys and there wasn't a public listening, I could, I would get more into detail and, and totally understand. I'm glad that you can even well, do this. But, but the question but, I have is: is you you wanted to be a cop forever, and you were a former military, so you're like a good person. But well, that doesn't the, necessarily. <laughs> well, that's true. Right. But the issue I the issue I've thought before this is that cops aren't getting paid enough, so maybe they're they're recruiting people who maybe aren't the best candidates. Well, listen, the truth well, of the matter well, is is but, there's people who are shitty at their jobs in every profession. Yeah. So and that exactly, but what's bad is the shitty people in my profession carry guns. Yes, right. No, that 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 that's an issue. And 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 right and look and and I'm, <clears throat> gosh, man, I, I could go. I know you guys are limited on time. But I could talk so much about it. And I mean, I've seen I've seen it with my own eyes. I've witnessed it. I've been around guys that shouldn't be cops, and then they don't last long. Thank goodness. But man, there are a lot of very small departments that are limited and they really don't pay no benefits low low super low pay and you're asking guys to put on a uh, vest that's probably 25 30 years old you, you know just it, it's bad i'm very fortunate i work at a department like i said it's it's a decent sized department great benefits and the pay is one of the best in the state which is um, amazing considering where we come from so that i would say that has a little to do with it with training but it it just it, it it's so hard, and I watch it on television, and and it's and it's very hard being a cop right now. We're I know, not you know, very popular these the, days, and that's why I was I was kind of saying that earlier, and I and I want to say, and to our listeners, and to and to you, you know, there are so many. I know there are a lot of good cops yeah, out there, and I know absolutely. that unfortunately because of. The circumstances in that happen right now, a lot of them get overshadowed. So I hope you know that well, we appreciate well, you. Well, yeah. I, and, and, of course, but <laughs> the thing is, that there are so many departments and so many different people. I mean, there's uh, you just don't know. It's it just the level of training each department gets, or their standards, or 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 their. It's just it differs, and you're right. People slip through the cracks all the time. I've worked and seen people that. I, I, I have a pretty good success rate, and I like to think I, I, I've done well, and I don't have a, a bad reputation. But I've worked with people. You get okay. You get out at a call, and there are there are guys or even or females as well that go straight to dickhead mode. You know those cops yeah. are like dickheads, just, oh, just yeah. to be dickheads. Yeah. And do, I don't do get any that. of the? That's not my personality. But do so, any of the other cops on the scene? correct the dickheads or do they just shrug their shoulders and think to themselves well we can't have this argument well, now what, no what, what it's me personally being a senior guy would not in front because in front of that person is not the time because then you're going to have it, it's, just, it's just not a good time what you do is it, it, I, me personally like to try to step in not step on someone's toes but like try to Hey, because a lot of times being a dickhead just escalates something that could be so simple. It, 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 you know, if you're suggesting you're dealing with someone that's been drinking or yeah. something, they're gonna you, you, they're gonna escalate it. So, I'm a good talker. I try to ease my way and say, "Hey, it's cool. Look, we're just here. We need to talk. We need to find out what's going on. We want to hear your side of the story as can well." I, can I ask you a question? And, 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 
And sure, sure. If, as a, do you believe that um, the American law enforcement uh, system, and I know you can't speak for all systems, you know, for uh, jur- jur- jurisdictions or whatever across the country, but do you believe it's fundamentally fixed or fundamentally broken? I believe it's I believe it's somewhere in between. I know that I know you would like a definite answer. I can't say it because no, I just want the real there's a lot of that. good there, there, there's a lot of good things as well. Uh, there's a lot of bad and, and and I really just think it really boils down to being a little more strict with hiring procedures because there's some podunk places uh-huh. that just hire anybody up and, and old Bubba's back there getting them a gun and getting to tell people what to do. There's plenty, and, I, and I'm afraid there's we're such a populated country now that I don't know that we'll ever get completely away from that. All we can do is make a conscious effort to do the right thing and train right and be a better person, you know. Uh, yeah, no, that's I, right. I, I remember last week I talked about uh, Mort, the cop in my hometown. I grew up in a very oh, yeah. small town yeah. of uh, like a thousand people. I mean, there's no way that guy should have been a cop. He was 500 pounds. You took him 45 minutes. I know. I lived in a little small town, too, with a cop just like that. Yeah. You know, they come and take our beer. You know, or what? You know, all the time, you know, or right on, they would scare, right on, we're going to write your guys' names down. And if we see you out here again, you know, stuff like that. Do you feel that um, anyone that carries a gun should have to have a body camera? Mm. I'm sorry, body camera? Yes, that any um, law enforcement I, officer that has to carry a gun has to carry a body camera. or, or That should body cameras I, become standard well, amongst I, law I, enforcement. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be against it at yeah, all. I'm not against it. Me, me, me speaking for myself, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not dirty. I'm not crooked. I'm a good guy. I always have been. So, I mean, if you have nothing to hide, then you shouldn't sweat it. That that's me, and I would totally not be. And, and and I think it would be great because man, you take out so many what ifs and the questions. And he said, she said, no, it's definite. It's I right mean, it's like putting face. fucking uh, instant replay or away, you know, back in NFL. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's sure. like it's like why not? Look, I mean, why not just cut out look, this issue? Re- recently, I had a I had a um, <laughs> um, maybe two months ago um, get out on this stop. I was just backing up a guy. Um, had a squirrely situation, had a reckless driver, um, irrational female coming out. She was she had just smoked three rocks of crack and was just really tripping. She was cracked out bad. Was she cute? Anyway, we get her out. <laughs> <laughs> we, have dash, we, Sorry. Have, we 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 have dash cam, you know, yeah. cameras on our, our dashboard, and she gets out and she's walking like she's got a pee really bad. And we're like, what what's what are you doing? She opens her leg and her pipe falls out, and there's three more rocks loaded in. <laughs> and go right, so. And all that's on camera. Right. So there, there's no... Can you, you private message me that, that video? So, and the funniest home video this week. Are you telling me that crack fell out of her crack? Her front crack? Her front crack? yes. Technically, yes. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, listen, we... we Thank you very much for the phone call. A, we yeah, that was on. a really great thank call. You. Thank Appreciate you very it, much. Man. And thank you for what you Okay, did. guys. I think I think one of his points was really valid, and it's and it kind of goes back to what I was saying not too clearly a little while ago, which is there's so many people in this country, and there's so much entrenched racism right now as we speak, that to think that to have a couple of kumbaya moments or something now, yeah. and it's all going to be gone is is kind of naive, and what I would do if I was 
part of the black community, which I've been told I am plenty of times. And, <laughs> yeah. and so and have I, I was, just FYI. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a black woman on the inside. And pissed um. off, which I still am, and this isn't happening, uh, no danger of happening to me, although when I have kids, if I have a son, maybe to him, yeah. is starting tomorrow when they want you to go out and spend money at, you know, let's call it, let's stick to we and they in this conversation right now. So am I we or am I they? We're we. Okay. <laughs> Actually, we're I'm we. They. <laughs> we're, 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 <laughs> but I would, I would boycott every white-owned business, not buy gifts, because money speaks. And then, I, and then after I would do that, I would, if I was to buy a gift for somebody, I would buy it from a black-owned business. If I was going to... If I had problem with my, well, but bathroom, then you can't punish go, every single. I mean, that's like well, the same. Well, just to start, I'm right. saying you start somewhere and you start by focusing on on getting that money revolving around the black community. That the money, besides getting you off in court, also will less intention, less in crime, raise the education level in traditional schools that like lock, which you know are are failing communities. If you raise the level of money in a community everything gets better yeah, I, well i will agree with look to me there's a honestly, lot of really really awful rich people though yeah but i will say to me <laughs> it all rich to me know, it all starts mean- it all starts with education to me everything starts with education absolutely i, I mean to me that it's not even and, and part of that is money and school system making school school systems are good but when you grow and i didn't grow up in a community with no hope I didn't grow up in a community where no matter what I did or how well I did in school, I wasn't gonna get in. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I get you. I, so to me, I uh, think that I think there I think there's a different thing. I think that you know the 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 civil rights movement, you know Martin Luther King generation, really got the importance of education. Mm-hmm. I also think that uh, that the J. Edgar Hoover's of the world got the importance of education and did everything to undermine it within the black community. That said, I still feel that it is an obligation for the black community to educate itself. I think that this sort of uh, prosperity or wealth uh, 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 agenda within the black community is fine, but I think that sending someone to college is way more important than owning a Maybach or 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 an S class Mercedes, but you're gonna get more pussy with the Mercedes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that you are definitely. It's kind although of, you can get a lot of college pussy with no money. <laughs> yeah, but, well, but, but what I'm saying, like that across the board. That, I mean, with I mean, even I, I mean, I, I kind of always go to this, I guess, but like even minus take money out of it, take all that stuff out of. It. I mean, there's a lot of very uneducated um, people of all races, but there, you know, I think you look at just the way we. Uh, the, the internet and people looking for quick answers and right. looking for quick and and educating themselves by going oh well I read it on Wikipedia so that's how it works like I mean just the fucking you know all of that also plays in well I, but I also I think that what's important is we have to ha- I think education for the sake of education for the sake of being smarter for the sake of being more articulate is important mm-hmm. it shouldn't be about this job is going to get you at Goldman Sachs and you're going to be a multi-million right. right I think th- I think that we need to become a more intelligent. American people, white, black, or otherwise, right? And I think that, and I think that, you know, there's but there's cat videos. 
exactly. No, but it's interesting because like I went to I went to college for theater. You don't have to go to college for theater, you know. Yeah. Uh, but I wanted to go to school because I just knew that I would I would be more educated yes. if I went to school. Yeah. Period. Like there was really no I don't I mean I my think degree is I completely to, fucking yeah. useless. Like, 100% useless. I have I have a BFA, you know, right? Yeah. You know, I was a theater major. But but the thing about it is is I think that the ability to be articulate, the ability to communicate, the ability to just j- j- just to to understand the importance of community is important. I think that that a lot of times a, y- a lot of young men, women or otherwise, they're led astray by the bullshit of, oh, I can be a reality star or oh, I just need to make money or oh, I, like th- th- there is no there's no substance. Yeah, and no, I, absolutely. Even that Kevin, when, when I was sort of saying that the thing about the internet, I swear to God, I mean, I, yeah. I, there's so many children now who are like, well, I can get famous by doing this YouTube. or having a YouTube yeah. video yeah, 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 or yeah. I can go on this reality show or I can do instead. But of they can get myself. famous and they can make money. But then what? Read a fucking book, right? I mean, I mean, they're, 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 but you're still you're still not changing anything. You're not making society any better, you're right? Not, absolutely. You're not, you're, and and I think that that's something that, that we need. That I, yeah. But you here's the thing: like you look at what people aspire to be. It, 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 the reason that the Kardashian show has is because people want they want aspire to be nothing but rich nothing yes but that lifestyle yes so that's it like when you see you know those are those, those instagram accounts and twitter accounts like rich kids of beverly hills that have yeah. millions of people because people are just aspiring to be that rich that lifestyle doesn't they don't care about how they get there what they got to do they just want that so then and the question that, is how do we change that i mean or do we or is it possible that it will ever change no no so then we're fucked <laughs> that's what i found i don't think where's the crack y'all see, yeah. <laughs> it's in that lady's pussy I, mean, I, yeah. I, don't see how, <laughs> I don't see how it's gonna change personally but um, um i wish it would we, we yeah we're pretty late huh? yeah we're running late we gotta go okay. um be mark uh, Josh. I mean, clearly the, the smartest person we've ever had on this show. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to get home. I'm going to Google a lot of the words that you said. Faustus. And then I'm going to understand. Faustian. Faustian. <laughs> Faustian. No, thank you very much. Oh, that thank was, you. Uh, and and um, thank, thank you to thank you our um, cop friend who called. That yeah. was, He's very cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, and listen, I think for me, I think it's important to remember like like a – there, are, there is some, whether you want to think it or not, there is some gray in this. The only part yes. that isn't gray is that that kid should not be dead. Right. Well, to me, that's to, the only part. W- one thing I wanted to ask that cop was, had he ever seen somebody get shot from 50 feet away and then turn around and charge the officer knowing he didn't have a gun? Because is that how they're saying the timeline happened? But that's Something. the blood. The blood trail is that it went out and came back. Right, so come back, you're under arrest, he's walking back. Right. Well, you it's know. too late, he's not on the phone anymore, okay? But let, can't let, ask but look, look at now. <laughs> remember Oscar Grant shot at the Bart, like literally yeah. on his yeah. belly, oh, God. on his stomach, surrounded by cops. <sighs> in With 50 people watching. With 50 people, people watching. watching. Well, yeah. was that, did, did you see the movie they did yeah. of that yeah. Fruitvale yeah. Station, Amazing. right? Amazing. Can I tell, yeah. tell sorry, I was First of all, I was the only white person in the theater watching that movie. Sobbing so uncontrollably during that movie that literally the two there's this black couple in front of me that looked at me basically they looked at me like all right fucking we get it like we, we, we get your sympathy and I was like no I really this is really I was like oh, reel it in a little like, whitey yeah, yeah, like, reel it in I felt like they, I felt like I was like making more of a scene because when, and I was like this is not I'm an uncontrollable sobber like that's when, when I was in college. I was in college. I took my girlfriend. We went to go see uh, Glory. 
in, yeah. uh, in Washington, D.C. And I'll never forget, like, she, cause she comes out the theater, she's crying, she's like, I gotta use the bathroom. And I'll never forget the bathroom door open. And it was just like all of these white ladies at the sink, like with running mascara. And my girlfriend goes in. And then next thing, this white lady comes out. And so then my girlfriend is surrounded by white women giving her tissues because they're all like crying together. That's amazing. Can I tell you, the very, the very, I, uh, I was crying in a, on a first date at a movie. I was, I believe it was, Billy Elliot. I was on a first date, right? <laughs> was, I was uh, so many problems. Was he crying too? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ready for this? Well, because there's some father-son scenes yeah. in there where you're yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, right? I get you. Yeah, so it's a, it's a first date. Right? He's got to dance. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and she goes to me at one point. She goes to me. I was trying to hold it. First date. Yeah. And it was actually after I had just gotten a tattoo, and she was like, "Oh, you got a tattoo? That's cool." And I was like, "Yeah." Right. So first day, and I'm crying, and in in the um, theater, she turns to me, she goes, "Are you crying?" <laughs> <laughs> and when I saw she wasn't, I go, "No." And she goes, "You're crying. Why are you crying?" I go, "Well, this is some this is some pretty heavy father son stuff." And she goes, "Get it together." <laughs> in Boston. <laughs> And then so I won't be using these condoms tonight. <laughs> no. And then afterwards, I was like, "Hey, so can I?" I said, "Can I call you?" Flat out, she went, "No." no. <laughs> I was like, "Was it the tear thing?" Was <laughs> it the crying? The crying. I thought I thought women like that. Uh, the only I uh, uh, this is it's a good way to end it that we're having fun. But I just want to say the one uh, thing that you just said that, uh, and then and then we should just go. But um. Uh, you you said this this kid shouldn't be dead and I and um I just want to say to all those fucking people every single fucking person I've seen so many people whether it be to me or just in the media or just on social media uh oh he's a grown man he's above eighteen he's he's some he, ask his parents if he was a child he was their child so yep. at the end of the day if, I'm thirty nine years old if I die tomorrow my parents lost their child absolutely period absolutely um. Yeah, guys, and listen, I always say, you know, um, you know, hey, assholes, be good to each other. It starts with the person that you're sitting next to. Just always remember that. Like, yes. It starts, be good to the person that's sitting next to you. Not my brother. I don't have to be good right. to him. but Definitely don't steal his Emmett Smith uh, jersey. <laughs> <laughs> you know did what? You, did you I know, steal yours or you steal mine? I stole yours. You know what? And if you, if you are nice to someone, you know what you should do? <laughs> Buy him a gift. Are you, oh, on wayeasygifts.com, everybody. Yeah. Yes. Wayeasygifts.com is a good place to go get your gifts. You can type in your Promo age, code. your age, oh. and then what sex you are. Or their age. Or their, their age. Unless right? you're buying a gift for yourself, which yeah. you can do as you well. You can do that, and, and then tons of gifts will come up, and it will tell you guys where to go and what type of gift to get to that person. It is the holiday season. This is the time Tis to the do it. the season to be yolly. you hit, uh, uh, put in OTR. 20% off. 20% off. Same as redbins.biz. And um, so it's really, really, good, really good. Wazygifts.com, everybody. And listen. This is a very cool head. Mention. That's the yeah. redbins.biz. B-I-Z. B-I-Z. Yes. Jonathan? Redbins.biz, not .com. No. Not dot .org, dot, not dot .net, dot not, not .edu. Dot yeah. Yep. <laughs> and guys, you know, every now and then we, 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 we'll we drop some serious on you. And, and I think that uh, 
is just kind of how it goes. You know, sometimes shit happens and, and we want to talk about it. And it was good to get other people's perspectives. It was very nice to hear that phone call, too, to yes. get another perspective. Yeah, Next week, we'll talk a full hour about me licking my own nipple. Um, and then are you doing comedy this week? That's actually how I threw out Can my Can you neck. go ahead and send me <laughs> <laughs> If anybody wants to know the truth. You oh, yes. both uh, at the same time? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, totally. Um, I will be at the Dayton Funny Bone December 5th through the 7th. Stop bragging. Mm-hmm. Um, I will be... Oh, I... And that same weekend that you're there, I'll be in the Dominican Republic for David Ortiz's golf tournament. Okay, so well, very cares. cool. With China. Pablo Sandoval now and Hanley with, Ramirez? With the same, with the little group. And the week after that, I'll be at the West Palm Beach Improv dropping some yokes. Do you, would you like to plug something? I will be looking for work now, Joe. Um, <laughs> no, I'm here. Okay. I'm just here. I'm okay. not, I won't be anywhere. What about your Twitter handle, in case anyone wants to follow you on Twitter? No. Facebook. Okay. Facebook. Be Mark Seabrooks. Be Mark Seabrooks on Facebook. Okay. What do you think, Lee? Uh, if I you're listening, get my shit together. Huh? Yeah, you, yeah you really do. If you're in the <laughs> L.A. area and watching it uh, live or listening when it comes out, like you should, because you're a good listener, uh, tomorrow night or... Wednesday night, I'm at the Ice House with Joey Diaz and Joe Rogan doing a live yeah. podcast. Very oh, cool. nice. Awesome. And I love those guys. John the Wolf? I will be working at uh, redbins.biz for the foreseeable future. Nice. And Remember, we'll be buying items The from true you. definition of small business, one person, and it is my brother. Redbins.biz. It's good stuff. Everybody, thank you very much for listening. And thank listen, you. Sarah, I just wanted to say that I didn't get to finish this. At the beginning, you did copy my music choices. I picked Black Keys, and you picked what? Some rock and roll song. No, I picked Fallout Boy. That's rock and rolly. And then I picked Biggie, <laughs> I, and then you picked T.I. I picked Fallout Boy before you. Mm. No, you didn't. Fallout Boy is pop. Yes, I did. Black no. Keys is no, pop. You didn't. And T.I. and Biggie don't belong in the same. No, and I just happen to like that song. I think you're copying me. Okay, well, we'll see. Listen. I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll see. I think those are the four songs to choose from. What do you think? Uh, I'm okay with that. Do you want to go one more? Let's go one more because I have one in mind that I think people. Do you want to really go like. first? So I don't think you're copying. Me? I have a Black Rebel Motorcycle Club song that I think people would very. I think would be a very good song to come in to start the so- the podcast off with. So we'll go one more. And one then more we'll round. Let people vote. Oh wait, and we have oh, to Jesus say Christ. there was a, a winner. We have a winner of what of a contest. We have we a contest. Had, we had of a contest, and little did you know, um, on Twitter. And it was the uh, local commercial contest. And the oh, winner right. is Samantha Marshall at SJK Marshall. She's from Toronto, Canada. And it's the fucking funniest commercial. How can we have a Canadian winner when it's Thanksgiving? Because we just do. Oh, damn. Uh, be, <laughs> it's uh, a commercial for a store called Divine Rags in Memphis, Tennessee. I watched it. It's really super funny. And um, the commercial is posted on the site under contest tab if you want to see it, which and our uh, website is jwscotr.com. So Samantha will be getting um, a copy of my book and your book as her as a prize. So there's going to be more contests to come, guys. I'm pretty excited. Yeah. Let me ask you, at any point. Yeah. Oh, it's a hilarious. It's on YouTube. Oh. It's the funniest It's commercial. like Virgin Mary tampon or something? Basically, yeah. No, How? no it's like cl- a clothing thing where oh, okay. he like, the girl starts to talk and he doesn't let her. It's My made. buddy Murph on Twitter, he said, someone gets Sarah a straw. By the way, you drinking out of a straw with that thing would be, huh? <laughs> I do. Yeah, I am yes. drinking out of a straw. <laughs> it is hard to drink like this because it's very bad. Yeah, I, I get it. He's, Murph is correct. All right. Um, thanks, you guys. Thanks, Thank guys. you.
couple stacks on you. Wanted you can get it, my dear. Five million dollar home drop business, I swear. Yeah, I want your body. Need your body. Long as you got me, you won't need nobody. You want it, I got it. Go get it, I buy it. Tell the mother broke nigga, be quiet. Stacks on deck, Patron on ice. We can pop bottles all night. Baby, you can have whatever you like. I said you can have whatever you like Yeah, late night sex so wet and so tight I guess up the jet for you tonight Baby, you can go wherever you like I said you can go wherever you like